0: is time we are back and better than ever a week eight edition of the lockdown corner welcome in if you're watching our live stream on youtube which by the way if you're watching on youtube make sure to hit that like button below also subscribe and obviously as always you can always follow us on twitter if you need to or you can follow us on facebook as well uh facebook There should be a bunch of links up to the live stream, so comment if that is an issue. We also have live commenting, which we didn't really take advantage of last week. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, let's just get into it. News and notes. Are you ready to roll, fellas? I am. Let's get into it. News and notes from the league. So a couple things right out of the gate. We'll get to the Packer news in just a second because there was a lot of it. Unfortunately, none of it real good. Uh, but I don't know if you fellas saw this afternoon. Mark Ingram was traded back to the Saints from Houston. I don't really know what that does for either squad. But any Alec, we'll start with you. Any thoughts, opinions on Mark Ingram going back home?
1: Uh it- leads me to believe that this will be his last season. Probably wants to finish up his season where he spent a majority of his career. Um, I don't know. I don't think that it really makes a huge impact on the league, but hopefully uh, old Marky boy can end it right.
2: Yeah, I mean pretty much nailed it. I think I think it'll be the last season, getting pretty old at this point. Probably just wants to end with New Orleans and yeah, hopefully he can end it right. Never had a problem with him, so
0: They're muted. First professional screw up. My <laughs> microphone was muted. Anyway, all I, say, I didn't say anything too important. Uh, basically, it doesn't really You never really college.
1: do. Huh? I said you never really do.
0: What? Screw up? They say anything real important. Oh. Well, both of those things are probably actually. I do screw up a lot, as shown by me having my microphone used. I was giving a glorious take. So anyway, we're off to a rock and start here, <laughs> but uh, but it gets better. Except um, you think it would because Packers have a Thursday night primetime game. Everyone's happy. Middle of the week, cool. We don't have to wait till Sunday. Well, about that. Um, mm-hmm. So, Joe Barry tested positive for COVID. He's out. All right, whatever. It's a coordinator. We can fill it in. Cool. Devontae Adams, potentially out with COVID. Uh, All right. Well, whatever. We still got... Alan Lazard, out with COVID. (laughs) So, in a span of three days, they lost their defensive coordinator, their top two receivers. So, now the receiving core is down to... Randall Cobb, Equinemia St. Brown, Amari Rogers, and am maybe MVS if he comes back, Tanya, but he's a tight end. So that receiving group is quite thin. Uh, and obviously, being on a short week, no shot they were going to bring anybody in to fill the gap. So it's probably going to be a couple practice squad guys, if not just one, maybe two, who knows. So Dustin. Any chance you could give me some hope? I hate. I don't think we're gonna win tomorrow. We can get into that in a little bit. I we never play well in Arizona, but now this has flashbacks of the game where Jeff Janis and Jared Aberderis were one and two running around out there. So Dustin, do we have any hope in the desert? We might as well just get into this now. Um, you
2: know, like you said, very slim to none at this point. I mean, that that hurts. That hurts a lot. I mean, obviously with just Adams alone, you could say that hurts a lot. But then with Lazard two or number two. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough task, including their pretty damn good defense, even with JJ Watt out for them. I, I still think it's a really tough task. Yes, you know I think Rodgers is going to make it competitive. I think it'll still be a decent ball game. I do. I think Rodgers wants to win enough, so he'll make stuff happen. But yeah, defense is going to have to step up. Definitely get some the stops. They're going to be crucial. I mean, they're definitely going to be third and fourth quarter. You're going to see some crucial drives where we're going to have to try to stop and either three or a punt. To really keep this thing competitive, but other than that, I think it's gonna be a tough game. What about you, What about you, Alec?
1: Yeah, you know, I, uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit more optimistic than you guys are. I feel like this is gonna be Amari Rodgers, not up for shut up time, and I really think that he's gonna come out and really pl- play some good ball. So, God, I hope um, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that he's gonna be over-the-top, like an insane an insane game, like not an Adams-level game. But I'm talking like probably six receptions for like 106 yards and maybe two scores. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like this is going to be remembered as the game that Amari Rodgers shined and showed everybody what he really was. Um, I'm not sure that we'll – I don't know. I'm 50-50 on I mean, if we'll win or not. Um, But we've been playing some really good football. Um, And now I guess it's just going to show if we're a really good team or if we're just a good team.
0: I think the thing that worries me at this point, outside of not having anyone to throw to and not having your defensive coordinator, A, we never play well in Arizona. I mean, that's been well documented in the Rodgers era. That doesn't make me feel great. Um, But I think the other thing is I don't – our defense is top 10 somehow. The eye test, and maybe this is just years of all Packer fans just trained to hate their defense. They're a top 10 defense. The one thing that scares me, and it's not just a this season thing, it's been happening forever, the Packers struggle against running quarterbacks. How many times did we watch Colin Kaepernick trot through our secondary and bring one to the house? How many times have we seen other mobile quarterbacks, your Jalen Hurts, take over a game for a quarter or two? That was last year. He didn't play the whole game, but a quarter or two, he takes over the game because he can run with his legs. Last week, Taylor Heineke was, I, I was never really scared of Washington, but Heineke was running around out there. He looked like prime Michael Vick. It was just one of those things. It just, the running quarterback thing makes me nervous. And we know Murray's can run. It's not just that he can run. He's really good at it, doesn't get hit very hard, and he's freaking fast. All of that combined makes me think that it's going to be kind of a rough game. But kind of surprising, the line, and this was as of 10 hours ago, they're only three and a half point underdogs against a seven and old Arizona team. I feel pretty good about that. But I kind of brought it up already, so why don't we just get into it? Let's do this week's. Game rewind. What just happened? Time to roll back the tape. Here's this week's game rewind. All I want to know if you got your popcorn ready. So this past weekend, Green Bay defeats the WFT, the Washington Football Team, pretty handily. They only won by 14 points. They covered. Big L's, Big Five, that one hit. We'll get into that on Friday when I do that. But so they covered the spread. Nothing overly impressive. The way that game started, I was kind of hoping for more. Kind of ended with a, once again, they just, they're playing decent enough. They're playing to beat their competition. It's nothing crazy. But I guess, Dustin, let's start with you. Anything really jump out during the Washington game? Because I was having a hard time finding something where I'm like, oh, that's a building block. Let's go from there. Yeah,
2: it was just, it was one of those games where, like, yeah, you just really couldn't pull anything, like, out of that you liked or really disliked. You know, it was just kind of a, I mean, it's, it's not, this sounds bad, but to me, it was kind of a boring game. You know, it just kind of seemed like it didn't Agreed. really move by quick at all. It was just kind of like, just kind of weird overall. I thought, I did say the defense, I thought played pretty well, granted, with Taylor Heineke quarterback. You know, he's kind of a mad quarterback where he's not good, not bad, but I thought the defense played pretty well, especially seeing how many fumbles were forced. You know, that's good to see they're getting after the ball, but oh my Lord, recover a fumble, though. I mean, how many times is the ball put in the ground that we didn't get? I mean, those are those are ones you got to have, especially late in the game. Like, you got to get on those. Like, I think that'll be a couple of drills they were this week, <laughs> some uh, recovering the ball on the ground, but... Yeah, just you know, just kind of a blood game offense. Obviously, with Adams just cooking everyone again, like usual. And I mean, he's again, you know, we can talk about that. He's our whole offense. I mean, without him, it's hard to move the ball, and that's why we can look towards uh, tomorrow. I think it's gonna be a little scary seeing it without him. I really do. But what about you, Alec?
1: Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, who didn't tune in last week, how dare you? No, I'm joking. But I was <laughs> at this game. Uh, I actually converted my longtime Bear fan girlfriend into a Packer fan. work! Uh, it, it's I'm doing the Lord's work, so you know that's that's just what I'm here to do. Um, I uh, I was watching, and here's my silver linings for the game. You guys are right; it was a little bit more of a boring game. There wasn't wasn't too many explosive plays. Um, my saving grace, though, is. Bobby T scored a touchdown which he hasn't done much of this year. Um not only that our offensive line really held up well against Washington's good front uh front front D line um which I was a little bit worried about. They they're usually not too bad at getting after the quarterback and uh I don't know our our o-line is still holding up with the uh mix and match group that we have um so that that was pretty nice um and i mean our defense held them out of the end zone pretty much we only let up one score we got our first red zone stop of the year which is embarrassing that it took this long to get a red zone stop but nonetheless we got one so uh, there's there is some good here um not as much good as i would have thought going into the week i thought that there was going to be explosive plays all over the board but still some good some good
0: takeaways. I would have, granted they covered, but nine and a half point favorites at home against a pretty bad Washington team. I thought for sure 10 points sounded reasonable for Washington to score. I would have bet the farm that they would have scored over 30 points. And I think this was my disappointment with the game. They had way too many opportunities to do that. They could have easily put up 38, 42 somewhere in there and it just didn't come. And it's, it's to the point now, I'm not concerned about it, but now, as we have pointed out for the last three weeks on this very show, when their back's are up against the wall, it's like, all right, it's time to go. Let's go. But when it's like, oh, okay, Washington's rolling in here, whatever. It's like, okay, here's 24 points, defense, do the rest, and that's it. Like, for, this should have been... Their FU game, as I said on Friday's little mini show. Like, there hasn't been a moment where I'm like, wow, okay, last year, and maybe we were spoiled by last year, That last year they scored like 38 on everybody. Even in the NFC Championship game, which they lost, it was still, you know, I don't have the number in front of me, it was still like 28. It was a big number, especially against that Tampa defense. And this year it's kind of, eh, okay, we'll just kind of sleepwalk through it, whatever, Washington's not good enough to compete with us, yada, yada, yada at some point this group needs to step on somebody's throat take it to them stop with this whole oh let's just get in and get out no this week you're gonna have to score because they're gonna score you're gonna have to keep up so it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow because truthfully I have absolutely no clue what to expect I don't I'm thinking the worst and hopefully I'm surprised and I have a feeling it's not just me. I have a feeling that if we put it on a Twitter poll right now, I have a feeling a lot of people would feel that way. But I guess, as Chris Berman would say, that's why they play the games. And other than that, any other – I mean, we've talked about tomorrow's game a lot. It's a big game, tough defense – well, tough defensive assignment for Green Bay. Tough offensive assignment for Green Bay, too. And I know we've kind of touched on that. So any final thoughts from either of you on this Arizona game?
1: My biggest yikes for the entire game is, I know that the O line <laughs> surprised me last week. I don't think they're going to surprise me tomorrow, man. I mean that that Cardinals D front is tough. It, I think that Rodgers is going to get banged around a bit. That that's why I'm kind of worried about the uh, about the uh, the the actual dub. I think that we'll do all right. I think that we'll play all right. I'm not sure if we're going to do enough to win, but I'm just hoping that we can keep Rodgers upright as much as we can.
0: Yeah, if we can come out of this game healthy, I think – because Bakhtiari is going to – I'm guessing it's going to be next week or the following week. That's coming. MVS, they were kind of talking about maybe this week, but it doesn't sound like it. There hasn't really been one push one way or the other. Um, So they're getting healthier for and they haven't been super banged up like San Francisco has. San Francisco's been banged up for like four straight years now. But I guess we'll find out tomorrow. So, we'll keep rolling along here. That was our game rewind. Now we go to our brand new segment we debuted it last week, The Bag of Chaos. We don't have imaging quite yet, we're working on it. I don't have anything to even sub it with, so let's just get into it. All right, so let's recap last week. Last week Dustin had Green Bay. That was a W. Alec had the Dallas Cowboys. They were on a bye. That was an automatic W. He didn't have to sweat at all. I drew the Rams thinking it was going to be a very easy Sunday for me. I was sweating. Man, Campbell, a tip of the hat to you, sir. You gave it absolutely everything. You threw your kitchen sink, your neighbor's kitchen sink, the kitchen sinks at Home Depot. You threw all the kitchen sinks. So... Tip of the cap to you, although the Rams still won, which makes me very happy. So we are all 1-0. and oh. All right, it's that time. Who wants to go first this week?
2: Alec wants to go first. Alec, I'll
0: well, go first. Alec, it is. I'm shaking it up so you
1: both see. I'm going to get oh, the Dolphins. He's going to pull the Dolphins out.
2: If
0: I pull the Dolphins. I know you like a good rummage. So, all right, I have a helmet. Pulling it out. The New Orleans Saints. Oh, the boy. The Saints. Let's check it out. This might take a second, so bear with me as I stall for time. Uh, Saints, Saints, Saints.
1: Does anyone know who the Saints play? When the Saints.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. So the Saints are at home against Tampa. So they are four and a half point dogs at home to Tampa. Alec, are you keeping it or throwing her back? That's a toughie.
1: But I like a challenge. I'm going to keep it. And guess what? I'm going with the Saints on this one, boys. Holy smokes. Jameis is about to steal a W.
0: He might eat a W before he steals (laughs) one. We can talk about that later. All right, so Alec (laughs) is sticking with New Orleans for some reason. Anyway, Dustin is now up. All right, Dustin, I know you like a good rummage. Some rummaging. Rummaging. All right, I have a helmet. The helmet is. Oh, the New York Jets. Put it back. <laughs> you don't, Put it you back. Don't really play. I don't matter. Oh, well, they are at home. They are nine and a half point dogs to Cincinnati.
1: So why not take Cincy?
0: <laughs> well, he doesn't have that choice. He has to pick the Jets if he keeps that helmet. Yeah. Uh, All right. Rummaging. Rummaging. All right. I have a helmet. Dustin is getting Buffalo. That is quite the upgrade. The Buffalo Bills are at home against the Dolphins. They are 13 and a half point favorites at home. I yeah, that seems pretty safe to me. I don't think you're gonna do much better than that. All right, and finally. Shake shake shake
2: When I saw the white helmet, I thought you pulled the Jets again. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I also
0: did. I got scared for a second. I was like, oh no. I was right, like, oh, I got I Ooh, scared. the Packers! You know what? We. I'm wearing a Packer hat. If you're watching the live stream, I am wearing the hat. I don't love tomorrow. I am in a very tight pickle here because I don't really want to throw this back because I don't want to root against my team. But I also feel like keeping it is going to be one of those weird jinx things. I'm going to throw it back. I'm going to throw it back, and I don't love that. I'm sorry. I don't have booing sound effects, but I understand if you're booing me at home. And I'm so sorry. All right. I have picked a helmet, and I have picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Favorites uh-huh. in New Orleans. I like that. I feel a lot safer with that. But that means Alec and I are going head-to-head, which means <coughs> this week, will someone will lose in the bag of chaos for the very first time. Will it be? Find out Sunday.
1: Well, the, the Packer gods, a.k.a. Vince Lombardi and crew, they are going to be raining on your parade, sir. That that was what that, that – that's exactly what just happened, man. They threw you that one because they wanted to see you lose to a real Packer backer.
0: I don't feel great. We've established <laughs> that. But I feel like keeping that helmet would guarantee that they lose tomorrow. By throwing it back, it's out of my hands. I'm not jinxing them, if that makes any sense. Uh, so anyway, that was the bag of chaos. So we will recap that right now. So, Dustin, I will have the graphic ready. This is the thing about doing live shows here, folks it's not always clean, and we're still trying to find our way. But you know, that's uh, that's how we roll here. And the graphic is finished. So, let's recap the bucket or I'm sorry, the bag of chaos. Dustin picks Buffalo. They are at home, and they are giant favorites against Miami. Tampa and New Orleans play each other. Alec decided to keep New Orleans. I was stuck with Tampa. That's how she's going to roll. We will find out this week what happens. Sorry for that being so sloppy. Yuck. That one's going to stick with me all weekend. But we are rolling on. So now it's time for the cornerstone of the LCU the Lockdown Corner universe. It is time for the takeoff. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Are you ready for a showdown?
1: He had the craziest look in his eyes, and at one point he said, let's get it off." More than anything else, because this guy is a
0: hazard. First on that, this, that, I- that, that That is blasphemous! Because it's time. For the takeoff. Are you joking me? We're going to be spicy, no. Alright. So this week's takeoff. Last week we gave it to Dustin after there was some controversy. Or did we give it to Alec? I don't remember. Well, wow, I am I am on my A game for this podcast, let me tell you. I got screwed. Huh? I got screwed. Oh, so Dustin did win. Okay, I did remember that right. Wow, I am having a bad show. This is going to stick with me for a while. Anyway, let's start with someone other than me talking. Dustin, you were the champ. You could go. What's your take? Good Lord, I need a drink of water. Good <laughs> Christ.
2: Yeah, you, you take a drink. You take a drink. I'll take it over. I'll take it over. Anyways, my hot take, Al, you know, this one might upset you a little bit, but my hot take is that I think Justin Fields, even with an, a good offensive line and not the Bears being a joke as an organization, I think Justin Fields is a bust. I don't think he's good. I don't think he can read a defense. And as his words, it's too slow. Well, he hasn't shown that thus far. Comments from you guys now.
0: Well, I w- I've been ready for this fight for a while. You know what? I'm going to take this hat off. I'm ready to strap in. We don't really fight on this show, so I'm going to try something different. But I also believe this. So everyone, buckle up. Here we go. I think you are quitting way too early on Mr. Fields. Now, I have a terrible track record of pre- projecting quarterbacks. If we recall, in the month of August, I said Tua was going to be most improved and the Dolphins would win the AFC East. That's sucked that's not gonna happen i think
2: that alone should just kind of wipe you out of the scenario you know when you have such bad takes over and over again
0: (laughs) (laughs) but here is what i will say it's hard to judge this kid right now because one his offensive line is brutal when the green bay packers front seven looks like the steel curtain of the pittsburgh steelers in the 70s that's a bad sign. Two, his coach is incompetent. Not only is his coach incompetent, that whole organization is incompetent. The poor kid has a bad situation. Number three, if he wasn't with the Bears and say he goes to, if San Francisco drafts him, if the Patriots would have ended up with him, we are not talking about this kid this way. And I truly believe that. I think to discount this kid right now is tough to do however I'm not ignorant when he played at Ohio State they kind of had a mini Alabama run it was them and Alabama it was those two locked horns at the top of college football and it wasn't really close it was those two and that was it but closet Bears fan me I don't know how I got that title except I keep defending Justin Fields and I don't really know why I don't know him he's not my quarterback he's in my division but I'm rooting for this kid and I don't can't tell you why other than when the bears are good the rivalry is just more fun the vikings are irrelevant the lions are irrelevant so when the bears are fun it's fun it's just fun to shit talk at the very least but enough of my ranting opinions i think you're nuts i'm leaving it so it's a five because you are insane this is this is up there with your taylor heineke take that was was me that wasn't me Hold hold on a now second. Who now who looks we're like an fight. idiot? Yeah, these yeah, are fight words because like it, a lunatic here. <laughs> it was Alex's take, but you backed him up. You both ganged up on me for telling me how great Taylor Heineke was. So I don't want to say yes. Alex started it, but you definitely finished it. Long story short, it's a five. I'm leaving it. Get out of here. It's a three for me.
1: All right, Dustin. Well. I can't believe that he's still discounting Taylor Heineke. He did get the Lambo leap in this weekend. But... He
0: sucks. <laughs> he I mean, he to, to be fair here. We right. haven't talked about the other side. Washington could have been in that game. Heineke sucks. <laughs> he is
2: trash. Speaking of that, I don't know why he – that didn't count, by the way, when he jumped in. That one didn't count because remember he was short. I don't know why he's trying to slide in for that touchdown. It <laughs> still confuses me.
0: Also, I'm fired up now. Sorry, Alec. We'll get back to you in a second. (laughs) Sorry, I am being a ball hog. Where were the Packer fans? Shove his ass out of there. What were... It was one Washington fan, and the other Packer fans were just kind of sitting there with their arms crossed like, yeah, okay, whatever, that's fine. Shove his ass out of there. That is not for him. I don't care if he grew up a Packer fan. Get his ass out of the stands. Okay, I need to breathe there, Alec. Please... T- talk. I'm, I know.
1: First off, this is a family program, so I apologize to all of our smaller <laughs> listeners. Um, I'm telling you, I've had a
0: bad show. It's <laughs> <laughs> so rough.
1: My thoughts on Dustin's take I think that his take was semi spicy. I would, I would call it a Chipotle mayonnaise. You know, it's kind of spicy, but it takes the edge off a little bit. Um, that translates to a four. Um, I also take it because I think that Justin Justin Fields is not good. I think that he's Lamar Jackson with a worse arm and less talent in his legs. Um, he's just not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna pan out. I I think that a good comparison for him would be EJ Manuel. Um, oh, you guys, stop! You guys remember EJ? Yes, I love stop it. Yeah, he's an EJ, maybe a Geno
2: Smith at his height. Travada Jackson. I would say say Geno Smith. I would agree with
0: you on that one. Kids, cover your ears. That is a horseshit comparison. (laughs) (laughs) That is so – I mean, I don't know why I became a Justin Fields homer, but I am dug in on this. (laughs) Give the kid a shot. EJ Manuel. Remember that quarterback class? That was a weird quarterback class. I think that was Geno Smith. It was like those were the top two. And I'm pretty sure they won, like, 8 and 15. Like, they weren't top. We knew that. This kid could have gone number two. He's got that in him. But the fact that you bozos are just discounting him is ludicrous to me. It's crazy. Are you done? Let me ask you that. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Let me ask you this. You're starting a franchise tomorrow. You have to pick a quarterback. Are you taking Justin Fields or Zach Wilson? Both have the same ability by Mel Kiper standards. I'd I
1: would take neither. No, you, you have, have to, to take forget, one. gun to your head. No. Those are your
0: two options at quarterback. I would. I, take, I
1: would. Take Everyone, Zach including Wilson.
0: Taylor Heineke, has been picked up off the street. I would take Zach
1: Wilson. I mean, look oh, at look at Sam Darnold this year. Sure, he's not amazing, but he's doing a lot better. The Jets, crazy, really can kill a quarterback just like the Bears crazy possibly could, but I just don't think that Justin Fields has it in him to be that NFL-style
0: quarterback. I just don't think
1: that he has it. I don't think that he has the intangibles.
0: I'm surrounded by lunatics. I Um, mean, now, this is what I will say. The Bears and Jets know how to kill quarterbacks. Darnold started out hot. Darnold has sucked lately. That is what I will say. We got to keep this show rolling. I could just sit and defend Justin. I don't know why I became the poster child of Justin Fields' hype. But anyway, so Dustin scores a 3.5, as you can see if you're watching the live screen. A 3.5 for Dustin. Alec, what is your take this week?
1: Uh, My take for this week is that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... Ooh. Are going to be eliminated in their first playoff game. I think they're going to be one and done this Ooh. year.
0: I like that. I don't. I mean, I don't know that I have to say much else. I'm giving it a four because I there's a world, there's a path. That first game, for whatever reason, Tom Brady always seems to struggle with. At least for a little bit, he might close it out. But that first playoff game. He had that game against the Ravens when he was in the Patri- with the Patriots that the Ravens came out gangbusters and took a big lead. They ended up coming back. But that first game, if you get Tom Brady, it's going to be that first game. I like that a lot. I'm giving it a four, and I'm keeping it. I really like that.
2: Yeah, I have to agree, Alec. And I'll even bring up the spicy one to you. I'll even up yours a little bit. I think that the Packers are going to beat the Buccaneers in their first game playoff game this year.
0: Wow. I think
2: that's going to be the story. I think Rodgers going to have a run game in the playoffs this year. So, so I'm all in on that.
0: So let the Packers are going to win their division, which means they're going to get a top 4 seed. So what would that that would have to mean that Tampa gets a wild card? I'm not sure
2: the logistics on no, that. No, no,
0: no, no, no. Cuz I don't know how that a, works. I'm just asking the question.
1: Yeah, I think I, that there's 7 seeds now, right? Isn't there a seventh playoff team?
0: Oh, you're right. So that means that the top team gets a bye, so then it's Mm -hmm. three. So two gets the seven. But that would still – oh, three would get four then. No, three gets gets six, four gets five. Yeah.
2: So technically
0: Tampa would have to be a wild card in this scenario. Or Green Bay has got to be a wild card. Which, I mean, uh, I don't think either of those, but regardless –
1: well, because I, I think that only the number one seed is going to get buys. so, yeah. That means so
0: yeah, but wouldn't it be two, two, six, three, five, four, or no, How's uh. that work? You know what I mean, though? So, yeah, I don't know how that would and,
2: work. Two and six. So Dustin's case I mean, couldn't is, be correct.
0: Du- well, that, here's the deal. We've gone way too far into the weeds. Now we're talking playoff seeding and all of that. I like your take, Dustin. I like it because I do think that that's also possible. Maybe not first round, but second round, sure. It's not not my
2: take. I'm just adding on to Alex here. I'm just saying I really like it, and that's what I think is going to happen. Anyways, we got a little too off track on this, way too off track.
0: But anyways, (laughs) yeah, I like it. I'll give it a
2: four as well, so take it in four. All right.
0: Well, Alec gets a solid four for that one. So We'll display that on the live stream. There you go. Alec gets four. All right. Now it comes to me. This is not a Justin Fields take, I promise you. No more Bears talk tonight. But my take, and I've kind of been feeling this out. This has been baking in the oven, the take, the hot take oven. I'm ready to bring it out. The dinner is ready. I believe the AFC's number one seed will be the Cincinnati Bengals. I didn't understand last week why they were six-point dogs in Baltimore. I didn't really understand. They could have easily beat the Packers. We know that, obviously. They could have won that game. They squeaked by Minnesota, but at that point, Minnesota actually was playing pretty well. I think this team is legit. I'm looking at the rest of their schedule here. So they have the Jets, the Browns, the Raiders, Steelers, Chargers, Niners, Broncos, Ravens again. Chiefs and the Browns again that none of those teams outside of maybe Cleveland who's banged up to holy hell right now they can beat the Raiders they can beat the Steelers they can beat the Chargers they can beat the Niners there's a lot of teams in there that they can beat I'm not saying their pass is going to be easy but I think the Bengals have an outside outside shot and I think they will end up getting the number one seed there's no one really in the AFC that's blowing me away when I watch at least the red zone. I don't watch a lot of AFC games. But on red zone, no one else has blown me away. Tell me I'm wrong.
1: So I don't think that you're wrong. I think that they have a really good chance of making it, honestly. Um Yeah, I, I here's my one my one Thing that that could ruin it all. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still in the AFC, so I mean anything is going to be possible when when he's healthy, even if his team is just dog shit around him. I mean that's Rodgers did it for years, you know what I mean? And I think that Mahomes is on that Rodgers level, um, but I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of really liking the take. I'm going to get caught in the hype. I'm. You know what? This is fun. This is fun. I'm getting in the hype hurricane. You know what? Joe Burrow for MVP. Uh, Yes. uh, I'll give you a five, and I'm going to take. That's a that's a five and a taker. That was a good take, Alex.
0: Woo! Hi, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's definitely a good take. Um, I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not. I could see it. I really could. I mean, I do. I mean, I I have a lot of belief, especially after this last game, in Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. I mean, those two are just dynamic together. I mean, they they can play football together, like, nonetheless. But I think, while I don't agree with the whole Chiefs thing, I think they're kind of in the shadows this year. I don't think them getting the first seed is kind of really doable. They just look bad, just bad. Um, The team I do see beating them is – the Bills or the Titans, I mean, those two are really good teams. I could see easily taking, or even the Chargers, you could argue being top top seed. But, yeah, I mean, I'll give it to you. I'll take it. I think I could see it happening with the Bengals, and I'll give you a four. I'll take it. A
0: Ooh, that means I'm this week's winner. I don't have any sound effects for it, but uh, champ, I am the master debater of this week. I am the master debater, although, you know, we have a a couple minutes here before we get to Random Packer and close the showdown. Can we have a Chiefs conversation? I know this is a Packer pod, but can we have that conversation real quick? Because I don't understand what's happened. It confuses me, and I swear to God, this was real analysis I heard on the radio from, like, a top dog. Like USA Today's Charles McDonald. Like, this dude knows his stuff. He boiled it down to Patrick Mahomes was really lucky last year in terms of turnovers and stuff, and is really unlucky this year. Is that really – there's got to be more to it. We know their defense is bad. It can't just be the turnovers, right?
2: I'll I'll jump in on this one first, Alec. I I think – Mahomes just really trying to do way too much. I, I really do. Like he has a good offense around him and I think the turnovers are again because he just forces everything. Like he's just trying to force it. He, he's almost Brett Favre in kind of his younger days where he just wanted to force everything into triple double coverage because he wanted to make the play, he wanted to be the hero. Like he's finding that it like it's gonna work sometimes because he has Tyreek Hill, he has Robinson, he has uh McCole Hardman, you know, he has those guys and Travis Kelsey. keep forgetting about him. Can't forget about him. But anyways, he has these guys who can make these plays. And obviously, when they start like kind of keying on the two main guys and Kelsey and Hill, he's kind of just trying to force it into them when it's not there. I mean, it's going to be a problem getting your offense going and you rely on your defense to make stops. When your defense isn't very good, you kind of get in this this hole where you can't come out of it deep in games. And you can kind of see that reoccurring. They get in a hole, they try to come out of it, and he just keeps – throwing into the bad coverages, trying to run out of the pocket, getting sacked because they're just trying to contain them. You know, it's just, just kind of how it is.
0: Do you, Alec, you can jump in here in a second, but you know what this team reminds me of? This team, and I'm looking it up right now, but this team reminds me of that 2012 Packer team. Do we remember? So 2011, they go 15-1. and They get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. That next year, I'm looking at their win-loss here. It still looks like they had a decent record, though. It looks like they went 12-4 and that following year. But they lost. Uh, There's no postseason. Oh, yes, there is. So they beat Minnesota in the wild card. I believe that was the Joe Webb game. I'm pretty sure whoever, Tavares Jackson or whoever was the quarterback for Minnesota was hurt. So... And then they lost to San Francisco. That QB was
1: Christian Ponder, by the way. Christian Ponder. Oh,
0: that is a name. If we were doing random football players of the week, that would be a great name. But I'm looking here, and they lost to San Francisco, in San Francisco, on January 12th in the divisional round. So I'm interested to see what that box score is. And, of course, it's not popping up. But regardless, I think... My point is well made. Like, although this Packer team apparently was much better, I don't really remember that 2012 team. But it just reminds me of that kind of decline from that 20. So 2010 they win the Super Bowl, and after that it just kind of declined. But this is kind of unique because the decline is happening really fast. Alec, do you have any thoughts on this Chiefs conversation? I think you
1: guys are quitting too early, just like Dustin on Justin Fields. I think that uh, the Chiefs are going to find their way yet. I think they have an identity issue. Um, I think that really all that it's going to take is, you know, the. Uh, I, I think it's just going to take them getting their shit together. I mean, I, I've seen this before. We'll see it again. Some teams are just bad in the beginning of the season, midseason, at the end of the and I mean, this is what the uh, Giants made a career out of with Eli Manning. You know, so um, you know, a lot of those that they were in the beginning, in the beginning games, they got hot mid-season, got really hot at the end of the year, and ran it all the way. Um, I think that that's what this is, Playing and simple. Well, and- I, think I think that they're going to hit their stride when they need to, and I think that they're going to have a really good back end of the season.
0: So, I'm looking right now at the top five teams in the AFC. So, it's Cincinnati, Las Vegas, Tennessee, Buffalo, Baltimore. Those are five. So, if those are five year your playoff teams, and I don't know why when I click on this it's kicking me out. But the Browns have got to be in there. The Chargers have got to be in there. That's six. Is this Kansas City team? I mean, and I'm probably forgetting somebody – it looks like, you know, the Colts are kind of hanging around, whatever you think of them. Um, and the only reason I say the Colts is because they're like alive in their division. They're three and four, they're the same as the Chiefs, and their division sucks. So, and Pittsburgh's three and three. Yeah, okay. But the, of those six teams I named, you know, Cincinnati, Las Vegas, Tennessee, Buffalo, Baltimore. I mean, sure, they can compete with them on any, any given Sunday, but I don't think they're better than any of those teams, whereas last year I would have been like, oh, yeah. They'll just
2: –
0: You know what I they're mean? They're for like, sure
1: better than the Ravens. They're for sure better than the Ravens. The Ravens are frauds. They Are, are for, sure? I think that they are for sure better than Vegas as well. Um, that – sure.
0: That I believe. That You could talk me into that one.
1: But, you know, I, I – You guys are quitting too early on the Chiefs, and that's all that I have to say about that. And that's a quote from Forrest Gump.
0: I'm not quitting on Kansas City. I just am asking the question, are we sure they're good? That's all I'm asking. It's one of my favorite games to play, much like are the Raiders for real. Do we know? It's a question we have every year, are the Raiders for real, and we never really can answer it. I'm not quitting on the Chiefs, but I wanted to ask the question because of the top five, I mean Baltimore beat them already. That happened. You know, Oakland has a history of beating them consistently. Since, well, Cincinnati, that would actually be a fun game. I would like to see that game. I don't think it's actually going to happen, but no, I, I think when I was going through my Bengals things or games remaining, I think the Chiefs were on there. So that'll be a fun game. I just I was just asking the question. But much like all segments, this one must come to an end because we are going to wrap up the show right now. Let's go to this week's most pop... Well, actually, one of our most popular segments on the show. But this week's... It's time to get wacky. It's time for Random Packer of the Week.
1: That intro music is just food for the soul, by the way, big Ed. Oh,
0: it's a banger, isn't it?
1: It is. Freaking,
0: I mean, it just hits you just right, and it's just it's whimsical. And this is what this segment is: it's a whimsical segment, and hopefully, it brings a smile to your face because a lot of these names bring a smile to my face. And with that, I'll actually start this week because I have a doozy of one. You might remember this guy. He was a linebacker in the mid two thousands. His name. Brady Papinga.
1: Oh, Papinga. (laughs) He was supposed to be a
0: legend. His name was bigger than his actual play because I'm looking at his stats right now. So in the 2006 season, the whole season, he played in 12 games, started in 12 games, one sack, one interception, zero fumbles, recovered. It's not great. Uh, let's look at the profile <laughs> reference while we're here. Um, 2006, 61 tackles, not bad. Two tackles for loss, okay. Hit the quarterback twice. Okay, now we're starting to see some uh, <laughs> decline here. It doesn't. Re- and really, his game log does not get much better after that. Uh, it looks like his best year was 2008. He had 69 solo tackles.
1: Hey, 69!
0: That- just nice. like So <laughs> well, that was way too much information on Brady Papenga. but that is my uh, that's my random backer this week. Man, I have so many that popped into my head. So many.
1: Do I want to go with legends? Do I want to go with somebody who I don't think you guys will remember, but I remember? Um, or do I want to go with the low ball route? and go with somebody that everybody's going to remember and not remember finally. I'm going to go low ball route. Let's oh go Cedric God. Benson.
0: Wow. Yes. Cedric Benson. What an era of Packard football that was. <laughs> I, re- I remember as a kid, I was so excited that they signed anybody. And it's like, holy shit, they signed a running back and like a decent one. And I'm pretty sure his season was cut, by, cut short by injury. Am I mistaken?
1: I... I don't know if it was injury or poor performance. I remember he didn't perform what he d- he wasn't what he he wasn't what I was expecting because I reacted in the same way that you did. I was like, "Wow, that's an actual name! Like, I know that player. Like that that's cool." But I don't think also R.I.P.
2: to Cedric Benson. He oh, the
0: best <laughs> I just googled his name. You are so right about this. I totally forgot about this. I remember being semi devastated about this. Because, I mean, he was a Packer, you know, once a Packer. A bear. A packer. It's all about family. Just ask Gwyn Diesel. Oh, man. That is crazy. Yeah. R.I.P. Cedric Benson died at the age of 36. That is wild. Well, this show really took a turn. Anything else you'd like to say on Cedric Benson, Alec, before we move on?
1: I hope you are doing well up there. Say hi to Christ. All right. Let's
0: go, Dusty. That was a weird turn to take. <laughs> <Thanks>. Random <laughs> Packer, yeah. Round. Let's go the image one more time. Bring everyone back up. It's time to get wacky. It's time for Random Packer of the week. Yeah, happy music. Let's go. I feel better. I feel
1: better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my Random Packer of the week
0: is. Ham Nichols. I'm sorry, who? Ham Nichols. I don't know if this is a character you're playing or what, but every week you come with the most random shit, and (laughs) no one knows who you're talking about, and they just have, I think you might be playing a character or you just really love food because they all seem to have names of cold cuts.
2: Hey, hey, take (laughs) it easy there, man. I'm I'm
0: not (laughs) complaining and I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just saying you picked Ham I'm pretty sure there was a baloney Williams in there at one point. I'm, next just, I'm week, just
1: saying. Next week, he's got uh, Frank Salami. You're going to be? Bubba
0: Franks? I'm pretty sure it was yours.
1: I called that one.
0: Oh, yeah. well, okay. Yeah, yeah, back off.
2: Yeah. All right, it's anyways, what... letting me finish what position he even played. He says he played offensive guard and linebacker. So apparently he was a two-way player. He was drafted in 1951 from Rice University.
0: Okay, you did all my research. I was going to look him up because I legitimately have no clue who the hell you're talking about. But once a Packer, always a Packer. And once a Lockdowner, always a Lockdowner. As that will bring an end to this week's show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button below if you're watching the live stream. Make sure you hit that like button. Pump up our numbers a little bit. We do this for you. Help us out a little bit. That sounds really desperate, and I'm sorry I said that, and it's live, (laughs) and I can't edit that. But you know what? God damn it. Hit the like button. Smash it. Smash that like button. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, on Twitter. Follow us at Corner Lockdown, and obviously follow us on Facebook. That is where we update our most information. We will get better at the other accounts. But for right now, Facebook is the top place if you want any LCU information. Friday, The only note I have for Friday, I will be back doing Big Al's Big Five. Last week went two and three. Not great. Carolina, you screwed me. I'm looking at you, Sam Darnold. You really do see ghosts when you're at MetLife Stadium. I blame you for making me look like a schmuck. Anyway, we'll get into that and more on Friday. So anyway, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Like them all. Subscribe to them all. And obviously... We can't end a show without saying these three words. Go Pat, Go!